the name of this podcast isn't at all what you think it's going to be. Carrie's got a story about an apple that you are going to love to hear. Stay tuned. We're going to deep dive. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. It's so good to have Carrie back on Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Carrie, I had to do the last couple of podcasts by myself. It's not nearly as fun or easy without you. Oh, thank you. I missed being on here, and but you did a great job. Those were really good podcasts. Did you listen to them? Christy! <laughs> I knew you didn't because you would have said something. <laughs> yes. You're such a jerk. I can't even lie to you. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, I, I know. I heard but, they were good. I heard even, they were good. Even mom, I was like, did you listen to yesterday's podcast? She was like, no. And I was like, you only listen when it's both of us. Like, what, you know, she's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, come on, mom, they're good. They're good. You know, it's, I tell you what, I know I've said this before you guys, but podcasting is so hard and, and it's, we make it look easy and, you know, Carrie, I was on a podcast um, here recently with a couple of uh, other people. I was on their podcast and they are so awkward and cringy together. And it was just like, yeah, you know, I just like, I don't know. I we're not awkward or cringy. It's it's fun. It's fun to listen to us. It's natural. We just go together because I don't want to be like that. I watched a couple of podcasts, Christy, or listened, and it's like, oh, that's just like you have to make it like a real conversation, sort of. But there are just it, it's if people don't know each other, it doesn't go well. I even if they know each other, it's. It's like, I don't know. It just kind of, it was cringy for me to be the third person. And I was like, stop it, you guys. It's almost like, like being in front of somebody when they're kissing and mom and I, Gary, mom and I were watching something. Oh, I think farmer wants a wife. We were, you know, when I go over to mom's house, we just kind of, I, it's a really great release for me to just let everything go. And I sit on her couch and she puts on some sort of a cheesy reality show or we'll watch something and people were kissing. And I was like, ew. And she, you know, or whatever her and Brian kiss, I go, ew, stop, you know. That's what Amory says. Amory goes, no, no, no. Every time Brandon kisses me, it's hilarious. That's funny. No, just stop. Just stop. Well, wait till she wait till she gets a boyfriend and she, <laughs> she hopes she can have a marriage like yours. Let Aww, me tell you. Thank you. Well, <sighs> Carrie. I'm going to give you the floor and I want you to start us off and tell us when you told me that when you told me this idea, I always loved the idea. And then when you said it's only an apple for the name of the podcast, I was like, are, is this going to make sense? And so if it doesn't make sense to you guys, let, let's we're going to give you some context and, and Carrie's going to walk you through how this whole thing even started this whole idea, starting with a story. So you've got the floor. Tell us about this idea. 
So those of you that were in my VIP uh, group know this story already. And again, don't forget that at the time of this recording, you can join Christie's VIP coaching group, which is amazing. But when I had a VIP group, I told him this story. And the story goes when I very first started with Code Red. And of course, I had had weight loss surgery. I had failed at that. And I needed to get on track. And Christy, you know, a long time ago, the tenets of Code Red were similar, but we have changed things. Christy's adjusted things over the years. But the very first tenant was, of course, drink your water. So the very first day I tried to drink my gallon of water, I gagged, I threw up, I was so whiny. And of course, we didn't have Voxer or a lot of the, you know, innovations that we have now for getting, I mean, we barely even text each other. That wasn't even a thing that long. I mean, you did, but it was different. So I called Christy, I can't drink my water. And she was like, well, don't make yourself throw up. I mean, you know, that was, again, Code Red was a little bit more of a baby company. So things were different the way you, the way the rules, Christy used to give people a cheat day or a cheat meal. You know, we don't do that anymore. So she was like, well, don't make yourself sick, but she's probably thinking what a wimp. Well, Christy, I was going through the initial detox phase that happens with everyone on Code Red, where you start to think about, uh, you know, cutting out all sugar, all uh, processed carbohydrates. You know, the carbs you're getting are from vegetables, um, you know, some from dairy. You're not getting carbs from extraneous sources. So you go through a detox phase. And of course, now we know more about electrolytes, right, Christy? So it's not so bad for people. But back in the day, it was it was kind of rough. And I was so upset. I think it was like day three or four and I had not had um, any of those foods. And of course I was very addicted to them. And so I called Christine. I was like, I am miserable. I have got to have something like, like my, I thought that my life was going to end. And so uh, I was like, you've got to do something. I, I, you know, being your sister, like you can't yell at them the same way as you can a regular paying customer. So she said, well, I mean, I'll never forget. I don't know what her face looked like, but I imagine that she was doing something like this. Well, I mean, I guess you could have an apple. Like, like, I mean, you were just trying. Like, you're not going to tell me to go to a Twix. You're not going to tell me to go eat a bowl of pasta. I couldn't have a piece of bread. Like, and you were just, I could tell you were racking your brain. Like, gosh, she's being such a whiner. What do I tell her? And you said, well, I guess you could just go have an apple, Carrie. So I was like, yes, I was like victorious. I mean, I thought, oh, I beat this game. I beat this game. So I get my apple and I eat it. And you were like, well, how do you feel? And I was like, just an apple. And it hit me in that moment that to do the program, I have to start seeing the apples as apples. They're just apples. Now you can insert any food you want there, but I had let food have such power and control over my life that that moment I was manically desperate for some form of glucose because I had let food take such a priority in my life. And this is not about the actual apple, you guys. Don't get hung up about the fact that, well, wait a minute, I, you know, the saying is an apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> Shouldn't you allow an apple, Christy? What's so wrong with an apple? It's not 
guys, guys, don't get hung up. That's not the point of this. It's, it's, we're not talking about nutrients. We're not talking about fiber. We're not talking about sugar and carbs and an apple. It's part of the program is I take people off anything that might slow them down. So don't get hung up on the apple part. It was the, the control. It was the stronghold. It was the, the power that Carrie was giving to that food. That's the point of that we're trying to make here. And I think that I have found in my hundred pound weight loss journey, Christy, that certain foods had such a control over me. Um, and, and certain foods don't, for instance, you're never going to catch me wanting to eat fudge. I don't like fudge. I've never liked fudge. I don't like the texture, uh, chocolate ice cream. Ugh. If you have chocolate ice cream in my freezer, it's going to stay there. But put a, a bag of Swedish fish out and suddenly it takes on its own characteristics. It takes on its own set of ideas. And I think some of these things are associated with memories. Like I want to have a piece of pumpkin pie because that reminds me of my grandma who passed. You know, some of these are um, I want to have a popsicle, you know, maybe a, a orange cream sickle because every day after school when I was growing up, mom would give us a dollar. And when the ice cream truck came through, we would get an orange cream sickle. So. The problem is that a lot of foods are associated with memories, and we've talked about this before, but also we begun, we begin to personify foods. Do you know what personification is? Personification is when you assign human qualities to an inanimate object. So like my refrigerator is being a jerk or that's a sassy little vacuum cleaner you got there or boy, that thing's growling at me there. Those are human characteristics we give to a non-human thing. It's called personification. And so I, I think that in society and at least with me and my weight loss journey, Christy, is that I personified food. I gave it power. I gave it characteristics. I gave it a personality. I let it have this complete control over my life. And when it all is said and done and everything's eaten and everything's past your throat and into your stomach, it's just an apple. It's just an apple. At the time we're recording this, I am five days post show. So I did my bodybuilding competition and I'm, I'm now I'm past my show. And for months leading up to the show, Yes, I was in prep. Yes, it was very strict. Yes, I was trying to get as lean as possible so you could see my muscles for when, I, when I competed on stage. But I've also been working on the post-show mindset and not gaining back my weight. And I have worked on this exact thing literally for months. I It's like two different, two different things that I've been working on. I've been working on getting lean, but I've also been doing the mindset work and the mental work on what life after the show is looking like. And so the night, the night of the, sh the show was over, you know, everybody went out. I knew that was coming. I knew that's what they were going to do. I was prepared and I was ready. And I've been thinking about this, this exact, um, this exact subject, you know, like it's only an apple and I've been like, okay, you know what? I wasn't craving anything. I didn't want to assign more value to food than what I needed to. And then all the days past the show, I've just had to remind myself, you know, it's uh, anytime I feel like just running to the C store and getting something, or if I think I might want something, I've got to keep saying no, no, 
this stuff did no you did you no good in the past. It's not gonna it's gonna make you have diarrhea. Uh, it's gonna make you uh, be sick. It's gonna make your weight go up. It's gonna make you swell. It's not gonna do you any good now. So don't give more power. But that but if I can just have you know the the popcorn. If I can just have cookies. If I can just have lasagna. If I can just go out for a Mexican restaurant and gorge on the the chips they bring you to to the table, then I'll be happy. No, no, it's just an apple. Don't give it more power than what it needs. So I've been working on this daily. Sometimes it's every hour to fight the the thought of giving more power to the food than what it deserves. I think that's such a great point. And Christy, I don't know in your experience with coaching people, and of course you haven't, I always say Christy's the best at getting weight off people of anybody I've ever seen. But um, I have noticed that people absolutely manically just like I was for that apple, they manically pine. They pine. Guys, look up that word pine. Christy, what does that mean? Somebody looked that up on their phone. I want to read it's that. Spelled the same way as a pine. Yeah, P I N E. P I N. Look that up and read that because I I think this will help. I think this is going to help. This just this just occurred to me. What does it mean to pine? Uh, it means to feel very sad because one wants something or someone, but they're not with them. So to pine for something, to long for something. And they, and what's so interesting is that the people that I would coach and myself included, it was like this apple moment or this cheese Danish moment or this movie popcorn moment or whatever, this cheese pizza moment. What is it? This big bowl of Alfredo pasta moment. What is it that you're personifying? What is it you're pining for? Because I think that it's really important that we sit with those feelings about those foods and realize that that pepperoni pizza is a dairy product. It's a processed meat product. It's a tomato sauce and it's flour and water. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't taste good. But when you break it down to what it actually is, it's spices, it's salt, it's baked. It's it's not it's not the the thing that we put on the pedestal. I almost want to say the God because people worship at the feet of food. They truly do. And when you break it down, food is just it's just an apple. It's just water. It's cellulose. It's glucose. It's a skin. It's the pulp. It's no more complicated than those macronutrients, but we assign so much value and deity almost to food. And I don't know how we got to this place. How do our ancestors weren't like this, Christy. They ate to live. They didn't live to eat. Hmm. Ooh, that would make it a good podcast right there. Uh, eating to live, not living to eat. And that's what our people do. And I think a lot of times they were, it's, it's a, they let the thoughts just start building up bigger, 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 bigger. And the thoughts just take over and they can't stop yes. thinking about it. And they can't, yes. you know, they, they, they continue, they continue to, it, it just gets out of control in their mind. Um, it, it's just snowball thing where it's just, it gets huge. It starts out as, as, oh, wouldn't it, I'm just going to give you an example. Wouldn't it be great to have a bowl of pasta? Mm -hmm. And then you were like, well, I can't have pasta because I'm doing code red. Well, of course, we've talked about the science behind cravings. So your cravings start in. But then we, be, we begin to assign 
like I said, traits to this pasta. Well, this pasta is going to make me feel better. So now it's become, a, you're giving human qualities to it, like a hug, like a, an interaction with a friend. And then we say, well, I would sleep better if my tummy was full. So now we're trying to, we're starting to make excuses. And this can all happen in an instant, by the way. Well, this diet is stupid. Nobody can do this all the time. And then we're trying to justify and we're trying to personify and we're trying, we're assigning these qualities. And then this bowl of pasta becomes a thing. It becomes a thing. A savior. Yeah, it becomes your savior. It becomes everything you need. And that's why you pine for it because it gets stuck in your head as this thing. And, And I'm just telling you, I've seen Christy say it to people when they were done eating whatever they thought they had to have. Well, I'll never forget. Christy said to one person, do you feel any better now that you cheated? And Christy, overwhelmingly, what is the answer that people tell us? No, they've never said yes. They always say no. That's exactly right. They never say, oh, I'm just telling you, I had that Alfredo. It was everything I dreamed and more. And I'm so glad I did it. I have rarely met a person in the years I've been doing this that has said, they said that wasn't worth it. My stomach hurt. I had a headache. It was way too much food. And it's because it's because sometimes anger and uh, frustration is because of unmet expectations. So we have expectations of that food to be something more than it actually is. It's just nutrients. It's just food. It's just an apple. But we we want it to be, we want it to solve our problems, to help our marriage, to help us pay our bills. I mean, and you guys think I'm joking, but if you are not careful, that's what food becomes to you. It becomes the problem solver. It becomes it becomes a way maker, like the song about Jesus, way maker, miracle worker, light in the darkness. People start thinking bowl of pasta, way maker, miracle worker, lie in the darkness. They make it into this thing. And that is, I believe, one of the reasons that we are, we struggle with morbid obesity in our society today. I know that when my marriage to Miles was getting bad and and just get, getting worse, you know, it was great for the first five years and it started to go down for the last five years and the second half of the 10 years. And he would say to me, you don't ever eat dinner. I haven't eaten dinner in years, years. I just don't sleep well on a full stomach. And he would say, if you, if you, will you, would you go out to dinner with me? And I would be like, can we go out to breakfast or lunch instead? And of course, Miles is the most stubborn man I've ever met. And part of the reason why we're not together, he's a grumpy, stubborn man. And he would say, and I would say, please, can we just, can we compromise? He would say, no, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I would give in to his request just to keep, just to satisfy him, just to keep, uh, to keep things good between us. And it has nothing to do with dinner. My point is that we give in to just try to pacify the situation where the bigger problem is much deeper. And, uh, you know, we do, we, we give in, we give in to these foods thinking, well, this is just, it's just going to give into those cravings and give, give into those thoughts and, and, and it'll just pacify. Well, that's all it does is pacify. The underlining root problem is still there. I love that. That's an excellent example. I would love to encourage everyone that's listening that struggles with this. And again, dudes aren't going to struggle with this in general, like women do. And I'm, I am making generalizations about that, but I feel like if you could just spend some time thinking and even writing down what the foods are that are hanging you up, 
What are they? And and they can't be, don't, don't, this is, this is not applied to go to a party and seeing little mini wieners wrapped in dough and being like, I have to have one. I mean, I'm talking about the foods that continually hang you up, the hang you up foods, a bag of chips. I don't know what it is for you, you know, handfuls of, of whatever, whatever it is for you, little yogurts. Maybe you like to suck your kids' go-gurts, you know, the big, I don't, I don't know. But that food that hangs you up, and I would love for you to spend some time really sitting with your thoughts on that. Why have I let, maybe write it down. Why have I let this food become so powerful in my life? What qualities have I assigned to this food? What excuses do I make surrounding this food? Maybe for you, it's bread. Maybe for you, it's bagels. I don't know. Everyone has a few things that really hang them up. If they're in their house, they're going to eat them. So spend some time thinking about, you know, really sit with the uncomfortable feelings about those foods. Like, what have I done? What? How have I put this food on a pedestal? And then break it down. What is this food actually? And then decide. Then once you know, you can't unknow it, Christy. It's like the red pill and the blue pill and the matrix. Once you know, you're responsible for that information. And once you take the food off the pedestal and you depersonify. I don't know if that's a word. I think so. Depersonify the the food. You take away the emotional assignments. You take away the all of that and it just break it down. And you look at it for what it really is. It's just an apple. It's just an apple. Don't let that food control your life. And not because the food itself is bad, but because we've assigned all these properties to the food. The food itself isn't bad. It's what we've done to it in our own minds. I think the best example of all time of in the, in, in the entire history of mankind is in the Bible in Genesis when uh, the serpent lied to Eve and told her if she ate the apple, she would become as powerful as God. And boy, talk about personifying an apple. It was just an apple. It was it was the forbidden fruit. God told Adam and Eve, don't eat from this tree. And Satan told Eve that this apple contains things in it. This is going to make you the most powerful thing in the universe uh, if you just eat it. And boy, that and but that's how some people think about food. They they think this is going to solve all the problems, that this is going to be it. This is the end all. I just need this. But I definitely think the Bible, once again, we like to bring in the Bible. But uh, boy, talk about and all throughout the Bible, people have uh, there's a lot of reference to food and I don't know where I was going with that, but definitely the the genesis with the apple and, oh, if you bite this apple, no, 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 it's just an apple. Do you ever have uh, somebody say to you, Christy, um, when like you were working outside of Code Red, your boss would say, hey, I need to have a talk with you or I'm going to talk with you tomorrow or I'm going to talk to you or uh, when Brandon and I are first married, I would say, I need to talk to you when you get home. And he'd be like, uh oh. And like, even if, if, if somebody says that to me, still it brings up that reaction. Me so, too. what happens? Yeah. What happens between the time you get off work to the time you're actually going to be meeting with your boss or the drive home? We make whatever we think it is so big in our heads. I mean, we let it become a thing, don't we? Oh my gosh, I'm going to get fired. Or they think about this or, you know, Brandon might've said, Carrie's mad. I did something wrong. Or, you know, I, I, you know, and you, if you're not careful and we all do this, we let it become this big thing. So then when we actually sit down and have the conversation or the boss actually talks to you, maybe it's something, Hey, I want you to be on the building committee, the building committee. I thought I was getting fired today. You know what I mean? 
or maybe it is something you did wrong, but it's never quite the disaster that we think it is. If my phone rings in the middle of the night, Christy, immediately I'm like, who died? That's the very first thing I think, who died? My phone doesn't ring because I have the ringer off. But if Brandon's phone rings, one of my kids were to call him, I would immediately think something was wrong. So it's really easy for us to jump to conclusions in our mind. And the same thing happens with food is that we, we just expect it to fill all the gaps. We expect it to fill all the voids. We, we have a lot of expectations of food. Um, have you noticed that, that we, we do that. We have so many expectations. It needs to be the comforter. It needs to be our help in time of trouble. And, you know, I mean, if you are a spiritual person, then God needs to be that person for you. You have a hole in your body. You have a hole in, in your heart. And the only thing that can fill it is a spiritual walk with God. And, and I think we try so hard to put food in there. And the problem is, Food will always let you down. It will. Mm. That first bite is great, but it will always let you down in the end if you make it to be this big thing. Now, am I saying apples are bad? No, I love apples. Am I saying Alfredo is bad? No, I think it's a great food. But if you're trying to take your life back and that involves eating on a certain plan to bring your weight down to the right, the right weight for your body height and shape and all that then there are some things you're going to have to give up just like anything in life. But when we, when we put expectations on the food, we want it to be everything for us. And that's why it's so hard to say no. Christy, if you knew there was something that was going to fill the void, make a difference, help you feel better. How could you say no to it? How could you say no? But when you take all of that away and you just look at the food itself, then suddenly it's not quite as appealing because it's not, it's not the, it's not the answer to your problems. It's just an apple. Wow. This is profound. I love that. You, we all, we all as humans and we are created by the almighty God. And we, the only thing that can fill that void in our heart is Christ is the Holy spirit is uh, a, a love for him and, and knowing how much he loves you. And so many people do fill that void with porn or drugs or food or unhealthy, uh, other unhealthy, detrimental things, habits that destroy our lives, alcohol, and it just simply won't work. Food is fuel and it's just an apple. And Carrie, what a great podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. You might want to rewind and listen to this one again, because this is really a powerful one. It's just an apple. Guys, we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.